and maybe I shouldn't use the word obey, but there would be a lot of people that say, yeah, shut up and obey. That's, that's the vote, that's it, end of sentence. No, I'm gonna keep on fighting. I'm gonna keep on talking about truth. I'm gonna keep on talking to people about Jesus Christ. I'm gonna keep on talking about people, what's good for you, what's good for your family, your, chi your children, your marriage, whatever it is, your company if you're a small business owner. Hello everybody, Pastor Dan Boone here today with uh, this talk about it tomorrow. In fact, we're talking about it today as a matter of fact. So I'm uh, glad you're with us today. I uh, hope that you'll like us and share us and click all the good buttons, subscribe and all that kind of good stuff. You know the drill, you've done it with other people. How about doing it for us this time? Okay, thanks a lot. Gonna be with you for a few minutes here just talking about something I, I think is incredibly important. Uh, to me, this is this is not big. This is huge. Uh, I had the opportunity the other day to jump on a local radio talk show station just as a normal human being. It wasn't invited any more than anybody else would be that could uh, jump in and, and uh, give them a call. But I think this typifies a lot of what's going on in our country today. And here's the deal. Okay, this guy calls in, you can tell he's an intelligent person. He's not a dummy, he's, he's smart. Uh, he's probably well-read and obviously thinks he's got an answer. And he says something like this. He says, you know, I know what the problem is with all of the confusion and the backbiting, the bickering, uh, all of those things in our country. We don't realize that we're a republic. And we're, uh, you know, democracy, which is a republic, I think is the way he said it. And, you know, we take votes, and when we vote on something, okay, well, the majority gets to do that, and the minority doesn't get to do that, and we need to be satisfied with that, because after all, we've been given the opportunity to vote. And just leave it at that. We don't have to get back and, you know, throw words at each other and, you know, cause all kinds of <laughs> critical things to come up and blast them all over the airwaves. Uh, that doesn't necessarily have to happen, and it shouldn't happen. We should go along with the majority vote. Well, that irritated me, and uh, it really irritated me, because I think a lot of people probably have that view. They're not far left, they're not far right, they're not far anything, <laughs> F-A-R. <laughs> uh, and so I called, I picked the phone up, and I called, and I was able to get in, in a few minutes later, and um, I said, hey, I, I appreciate what that guy said. In fact, that he called it in, he could open up a conversation that way. But let's look at it a little deeper than that. Let's look at it a little more involved than that. Now, you take these following four items, uh, the items being, number one, uh, anything to do with uh, abortion, anything to do with abortion. Number two, anything to do with the LBGTQ stuff. Number three, Anything to do with runaway spending, runaway spending that these guys just spend that we don't have. And number four, open borders to the fact that it impacts us to make our country unsafe. Fentanyl crossing the border, you take your pick. You know, we need to get back to the rule of law in that area and let in the legal process work. And I shared those four things, not exactly in those words, but similar to it. And I said, 
those are not political issues. We try to make them political issues. We want to vote on them. And yes, we do have to vote on some of those things. But last time I checked, we voted on some of those things that haven't been implemented. But friends, those are moral issues. That's a much higher calling than just one-time voting. And one-time voting, I believe, is very important, whether you're talking about Congress or you're talking about yourself at a polling place. These are moral issues. These are issues that are way beyond it. And I'm not going to put my morals aside because of what somebody else voted on. I believe if I get to that point, then I'm, what am I as a human being? What, what, where's my character? What kind of integrity do I have? And, and I went on to say on that show that, you know, I, what we need to realize is these are moral issues and we should be able to sit down and talk about them one-on-one, two-on-two, whatever uh, means that we can to try to sway people. Uh, and then the, uh, the, 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 the guy that uh, is normally doing the talk show hosting, he said, well, what if I'm from California and everything is, you know, just so far from what I vote on? And I said, that really doesn't make any difference. After all, politicians discuss things. Preachers preach things. Salespeople talk you into trying to buy their product. This is a part of our life that we always take an opportunity to sway people to our perspective and listen to their perspective and make a decision based upon the outcome of that, just like the other person is. So I'm not going to sit by idly and tell my six grandchildren and my two great-grandchildren that you know, I didn't do anything except I voted and I didn't get my vote cast in the majority, so I have to obey what everybody else tells me. And maybe I shouldn't use the word obey, but there would be a lot of people that say, yeah, shut up and obey. That's, that's the vote. That's it. End of sentence. No, I'm going to keep on fighting. I'm going to keep on talking about truth. I'm going to keep on talking to people about Jesus Christ. I'm going to keep on talking about people. What's good for you? What's good for your family, your child, your children, your marriage, whatever it is, your company, if you're a small business owner, what your neighborhood, the school system, what's important to them? They don't even know who voted for what. <laughs> but I know by according to the word of God, what can be called truth and what can be called morally correct or morally immoral. First of all, let's think about it. Abortion. You know, you can put it in any framework of my words you want to put in. Any framework you want to put in. But the truth of the matter is, once a human being is conceived, they're a unique individual with their own DNA, scientifically provable, that is a human. It's not anything else. You can't tag it with anything else other than the fact it is human. That is a life that we're talking about. And we must protect that life, whether it's in the womb or it's outside of the womb, whether it's pre-born born or 95 years of age, we have a duty, a responsibility morally to protect that person to the best of our abilities as an individual, as a family, as a society. Secondly, what about the gay marriage issue? What about the LBGTQA plus IA, left out there, I'm sorry about that folks, uh, plus people 
Okay, we appreciate them as a person. We know that they're created in the image of God, so they have value, but I don't have to accept their behavior. It's morally incorrect. And I'm not saying that. That's what God said. In the beginning, He created male and female. Male and female, He created them, okay? There weren't 56 different genders, okay? There was only two genders, two sexes, two, male and female. And that's the way He created it. And to honor Him and to honor society. God tells us these things not because, you know, he, He's like uh, immature or uh, He's going to be all upset because we do something wrong. He does it because it's good for us. It's good for society. The only way to be able to establish and perpetuate a society is through marriage. A male and a female marriage. Anything outside of that will not perpetuate our society. Let's face it, folks. That is the truth. And when I really get upset is when they start talking about doing certain things anatomically to children or uh, to people under age, to puberty blockers, sexual reassignment surgery, uh, go ahead and trans over to however you feel like you are today. Those sorts of things. You gotta be 18 to get a tattoo. You gotta be 21 to get a drink. You gotta be 18 to be able to buy a car. There's all these kind of things that come into play here. And yet we're gonna let one of the most important things that we can possibly imagine that would help or hinder a young person, help by not doing it, uh, hinder by doing it. And you say, well, what about their mental health? What about it? Let's take care of it, okay? Let's be like adults in the room and actually help that child walk through the things that they need to walk through correctly according to the objective truth that they're either male or female. That's, that's what I'm saying. This is for our good as a society, but it's especially good for that 12-year-old boy, that 13-year-old girl, or whoever may be struggling with trying to establish their identity because that is part of adolescence, is who am I? What am I doing here? What's my purpose in life? Those are questions, and they need guidance. They need parental help. And sometimes they need counseling or, or, or spiritual help, whatever. My gosh, they're kids. Let's protect their right to be kids and to grow up in the way that they should grow up according to the Word of God. That's all I'm saying. What about this runaway spending that we see so much of. Well, let's just go spend a couple of hundred billion there and a couple of hundred billion there and a couple of hundred billion there. Oh, and by the way, uh, where are we going to get it? Oh, well, we just print it. Oh, that's really fun. That's right, like uh, what I would call a hot check. Sooner or later, it catches up with you. Sooner or later, somebody's calling and saying, I've got a checker with your name on it. It says $150. I need you to pick it up today. I'm taking you to court. Yeah, that's what our country would function on. It's called honesty, and it's a moral virtue. N number four, what about the open borders? I believe in immigration. I believe most of us, somewhere along the line, immigrated to this great country. And that's one of the strengths of it. And this is one viewpoint that we can say that, you know, when, when people come together and there's a lot of diversity, it is strength. 
But just because people are different doesn't make them strong. They have to have the same purpose, the same vision, the same understanding. If they come to this country and they want to work hard like the rest of us, if they want to establish something here for their future, for their uh, child's benefit or whatever that may be, hey, you're welcome here. We've got some rules and laws to set up. We'd like for you to speak English. We'd like for you to know about our Constitution. We'd like for you to take a test. We'd like for you to have a time to test these things out and to prove yourself. And then, hey, you're one of us and there's no different anymore. That's what we are about as a nation. That is what is morally correct, morally good. That is what builds a great nation not by open borders for any, if you would, Tom, Dick, and Harry, and I know that sounds a, a little misogynist, but anyway, um, I want to be able to, to, to share with you, that sounds a little bit too much like Tom, Dick, and Harry, okay? Just whatever it will be, will be. Open the borders and let people come in. Let them bring their fentanyl that was made in China. Let them bring all of their adverse diseases. Let them bring in the issues that they have carrying with them. Oh yeah, that's okay. They're on our terrorist watch list. Oh, we happen to count that. But how many do we miss? Folks, I appeal to you as a human being. I appeal to you as someone of moral character. I appeal to you as someone who can think for themselves and realize, you know, this is more than about me. This is about society as a whole. It's about, maybe it's your future children. Maybe it's about like you're in a position like I am, and I already have, you know, two sons, six grandkids, two great children, great grandchildren, and who knows how many more uh, will, will be coming down the line pretty soon. That's wonderful. I don't want to leave them in a garbage heap. I don't want to leave them with all these issues. I don't want to leave them with the problems, especially those that are morally right or wrong, not just politically left or right. I believe that every human being who's decent would want the same thing. I believe we can agree on that, whether we're on the left spectrum or the right spectrum politically. I believe that God has given us this country to be able to exercise freedom and liberty for all people, not to superimpose the things on us that would be harmful, but to safeguard life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I want these children that I know, the ones that you know, to grow up and to be able to have a productive, safe environment to grow up in. I want to leave you with those thoughts. Again, Dan Boone here signing off for this week. I'll be again here with you next Saturday and all through the week. Be sure and get this podcast wherever podcasts are available. God bless you. We love you. And come see us at Church of Tomorrow, 6800 North Bryant, Oklahoma City. We'd love to get to know you a little better. God bless. God bless.